Hey, welcome to the Afikra Community Podcast. This series features a presentation every single episode given by a member of the Afikra community. Every single one of these people you should know is not an expert in what they are talking about, but rather they are driven by their authentic curiosity to learn something new about the Arab world, its histories and its cultures. Each one of these presentations is the product of the person going through our workshop series, finding a topic that they're curious about, honing that question with us, and developing it into a compelling presentation. Some of these are long presentations, about 45 minutes, and some of them are what we call African Forwards, where they're simply recommending something for you to check out. The goal is to highlight scholarship that already exists, to celebrate it, and to learn. I hope you enjoy it. If you're interested in learning more, go to africa.com slash library. Thanks. Okay, I did, um, I have this book called Heirs to the Forgotten Kingdoms, which was given to me by my cousin, Hala Yatin. And uh, basically it's more of a travel journal. Um, yani it's, uh, it, it's sort of, uh, the author goes to one region to another and it discusses the religions that are disappearing within the Middle East. Uh, just a bit of a background about the author. Um, his name is Gerald Russell. He has a lot of experience over two decades of um, interviews with people uh, all over the region about these uh, disappearing religions. Um, he has a lot of experience. He's been stationed in Iraq and Jeddah and Kabul. Um, he's fluent in Arabic and Farsi, and he spent a lot of time collecting information for, for this book. So the religions that are mentioned um, in his book, there's seven of them, um, and I was quite surprised to know that there are more than the um, usual three that we know of. Um, there's actually quite a lot, and uh, it's sad to hear that some of them are disappearing. And just to go, you know, uh, explain that Zoroastrianism was the dominant religion of the Persian Empire, was founded around 1000 BC by Zarathustra. Now, according to Nietzsche, Zarathustra invented the concept of morality. Um, and a couple of famous Zoroastrians is King Cyrus, who um, conquered Asia Minor, which is Turkey today, King Xerxes, who was popularized uh, in the uh, movie 300 with what's his name, Gerald Butler, and uh, of course, Freddie Mercury, the lead singer of uh, Queen. Um, so what are the basic beliefs of Zoroastrianism is that there's sort of like this good versus evil. So the wise Lord, Ohura Mazda, um, similar to the Kar Mazda, um, so is the creator of light, and creator of life, and his adversary is Angra Manu. So wherever there is life, there is sickness. Wherever there is fertility, there is the desert. It's all this opposite. Um, maybe you can call it yin, yin and yang, but it's not. Um, it's not really the same. Um, and uh, it, this goes into the animal kingdom as well, where they are good animals like the horse and the ox and the dog and there are bad animals like the fleas ants snakes toads and cats um and surprisingly angra manu um created the peacock just to prove that he can make 
nice animals if you wanted to. Um, according to if, I mean, there is, you have free will and you can do what you like. You can, you know, be good and you get rewarded with long life. And if you're bad, you get punished with misery and darkness. So the choice is yours. So one of the famous sites of the Zoroastrians is Zendan e Suleiman. Uh, I know we have some Farsi speakers in the audience today, so I do apologize if I'm butchering some of these names. But um, which Zendan e Suleiman, which roughly translate to Solomon's prison, and um, this is basically a volcano, which houses the uh, Gashnap fire or the warrior's flame, and it's on a temple on the base of the volcano, which is kept alight by the natural gas. And um, people would sacrifice to Ohara Mazda, um, you know, for, to sacrifice for good, um, for good intentions, um, it's sacrifices to the, the elements. And many emperors before great battles would visit the site. And it's recorded that before, before a battle of the Roman Empire and before the Byzantine Empire, emperors would visit the site and um, and organize a sacrifice. The last royal visitor was Khuzro, who was in despair with his upcoming battle with the Byzantines in 627 AD. And he removed the flame because he thought that the Byzantines would desecrate the flame, would destroy it. And 15 years later, the Persian empire collapsed. And it was, and this takes me to the next slide, um, the decline of the Zoroastrians. And it was because of um, the unified Arab armies under the religion of Islam. They uh, conquered the Sassanid Empire in 642 AD. The remnants of the uh, Persian Empire um, organized a last stand at Nahavand under um, the son of the Persian king, Rustam. And um, it was recorded, um, I have it right here, it's recorded that for the great battle, the stars in which our name will be forgotten and devoid of fame. Um, he was correct because I never heard of Rustam until I read the book. Um, so many of the kings, court and priests fled to India um, and that's where we have Parsis um, and the people that remained in, in Persia, uh, many of them were from the lower caste, um, converted to Islam. And for them, it was a quick and easy adaption of the religion. Uh, many people from the lower caste were so suppressed and in the strict established structure of the caste system. And for them, it, converting to Islam was a quick escape. Um, so where are the Zoroastrians today? I mean, there are numbers between 100,000 to 200,000 within the world is split into two main groups. There are the Iranian Zoroastrians and the Indian Parsi. And um, the Indian moved to the UK in the 80s, the big Parsi community in, in, uh, in London. And there's the, sort of this um, liberal, sort of this discussion within the community, whether to open up, to allow people to convert into Zoroastrianism um, you know, liberals versus the conservatives, uh, whether to marry outside. Uh, so this debate is going on. There's less practicing priests 
because um, it's a lot of work to become a priest and, uh, and, it's, and it's less income because there's less people giving donations towards the temples. So C.S. Lewis influenced by epic poem Shahnama, where it describes the epic battle between the good animals versus the evil animals. And C.S. Lewis once said that Zoroastrianism is one of his favorite pagan religions. Um, now the term magic comes from Magi, which is a Zoroastrian priest. And the ancient Greeks found that the, the knowledge of astronomy was very impressive. So they saw them as sort of otherworldly. And that's where the term magic comes from. And animals associated with witches, like cats and toads, are considered evil animals uh, created by Angramanu, and this is associated with, with witches in, uh, in, in Western culture. So, in conclusion, um, I've only scratched the surface of Zoroastrianism. Um, if you want to know more, there's very two in-depth YouTube videos on the religion, and there's two articles which is a very interesting, good introduction, soft media and uh, the History Channel. Um, and I highly recommend reading the book because there's much more than just Zoroastrianism here. There's, uh, um, there's cops and Druze. So thank you very much. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Four quick final notes. The first is, if you feel like watching this presentation in video form, look us up on YouTube, subscribe, hit that bell, do all that good stuff. Second is, if you ever feel like attending these events, we have them every Saturday, and you can find out more information at afikta.com RSVP. The third is, if you feel like developing a community presentation, we have workshops that are free and open to all every two weeks. You can go to afikta.com workshop. And the fourth is that our work is made possible by the hundreds of people around the world who are inspired by our work and want to build this movement. Please consider becoming one of them and supporting our, our work at africa.com support. Thanks so much. Have a great day and see you next time.